Hey everyone. As you know, I'm a huge fan of living a healthy lifestyle, including taking the right supplements. Collagen is one of my favorite supplements. It is the most abundant protein in the human body. As we grow older, we break it down faster than we can replace it. This loss affects our skin, nails, hair, muscles, joints, and tendons, bones, and gut, making us look and feel old. Totem Voss is a wellness company that created a collagen chew for a real-life person, the 78-year-old mother of the founder. As a result, the quality is unrivaled. Totem Voss chews contain equal part deep-sea Icelandic cod, domestic grass-fed beef, and organic chicken bone broth, along with companion ingredients such as vitamin C for a full collagen synthesis. These varied sources address a greater range of collagen needs within the body. Their customers are reporting results with such problems as rosacea, osteoarthritis, osteoporosis, degenerative disc disease, as well as improved hair, skin, and nails. Practitioners are finding the juice to be an effective tool in restoring gut health. You can find Totem Voss, that's T-O-T-U-M-V-O-S, at getchews.com. That's getchews.com. Use code DRDIVA, that's D-R-D-I-V-A, for an additional 10% off your first order. So when we take these specialized cameras and use it for medical purposes, you know, we are emitting infrared heat all the time. We're energetic beings. We have all kinds of things going on at times. And so your body is giving you that information. And so now we have the infrared spectrum that we can see, you know, with the camera, not just our own eyes to really look inside the body and see what it's telling us. Hello, this is Dr. Deva Nagula. Welcome to From Doctor to Patient where our goal is to bring you topics of discussion that will educate you on the various healing modalities to help balance the mind, body, and spirit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of From Doctor to Patient. Today, I am joined with Caitlin Wells-Ignatowski, who is a certified thermography technician. Her main lab is at Blackman Health and Wellness Center in Blue Ash, Ohio. She's traveled all over the world to educate about thermography and provide screenings. Her father passed away in 2010 from oropharyngeal cancer, and it prompted her to start her own business and bring forward the understanding of our bodies through thermography. This state-of-the-art technology that you'll hear about shortly gives you a way to be proactive about your health, actionable information to empower you on your health journey, and could be a key piece that helps you attain and maintain true vibrancy in your life. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You know, I, I have to be honest with you is that as a physician, as a person in the medical field, you know, I've heard of thermography, but as a doctor, I've never utilized it and seen it in action. So I'm going to be very blind during this conversation. So let's just go ahead and start off the bat is what is thermography? Absolutely. So thermography is an infrared screening of the body. And what we're looking at is the physiological. So we're looking at heat and blood flow in the body. And then if you had something like the anatomical screenings of a mammogram, an MRI, a uh, ultrasound, you're looking at the anatomical side of the body. So you're looking for lumps and bumps. So what we do is we use uh, state-of-the-art infrared cameras 
and I will take images of the body and will then send that uh, imaging session to a team of clinical thermologists. And these people have years of experience in oncology and then incorporating thermography into that equation to help with the diagnosis of breast cancer. Uh, and we also do full body screenings as well. So we'll take those images and they'll do two things. One, they'll look at your vascular system with their own eyes. And over a course of time, research has shown that there's certain patterning of your vascular system that can indicate that there's something going on. So that's the first clue. The second thing that they'll do is actually do computer analysis. And they'll do what's called a bilateral comparison where they'll take measurements from one side of the body to the other. All of those measurements are based on a threshold of one degree Celsius. So that's our base point. When you have temperatures on one side of the body that are higher than the other, when your body is supposed to be in that state of health, you're going to be about the same on both sides. So they'll take a measurement and then that will determine that uh, there may be heat above the threshold or below the threshold. And the higher numbers that you see above the threshold may indicate that there's more of a process called angioneogenesis which is where there's blood vessel formation and heat that's coming from a tumor perhaps uh, that's making itself a living part of your body and it's drawing nutrients to itself through your bloodstream. So by doing the computer analysis of the images and the visual analysis, they'll write a full report and they'll make recommendations for further treatment. Um, a lot of people will use thermography not only if they feel like they have a lump or they feel like there might be something going on, but what we like to focus on is breast cancer prevention and also overall wellness. Um, so I like to see people come in for thermography screenings. And these start not in our 40s, but we would want to start them as soon as you have an adult body that an individual has gone through puberty and that we can then see how their vascular system is going to be as an adult because it's not supposed to change. And so we use this to track uh, these measurements that are taken over the course of time to see how the healing of these treatments and wellness journeys are going and also track things that might show up as inflammation or heat and as people make lifestyle changes, we start to often see a diminishment in that heat. That's fascinating. So, I mean, I guess when we're talking about breast cancer and if we do indeed have a genetic component with the BRCA gene right. and you can track, you can do this sort of tracking at a very early age. And yeah. if there's any discrepancies or changes from one side or the other or from baseline, you can then determine the next course of action. And right. see whether or not it can be a complete mastectomy as a prophylaxis or, you know, even before the cancer actually um, takes place and, and sits in the body. Exactly. So it's used to give you the physiological side, the heat and blood flow side, and combine that with your other anatomical screenings. And now you have a much more well-rounded view of what's going on in your body so that you can make those steps forward and make your decisions based mm -hmm. on as much information as you can possibly have. So really, I mean, it's an accessory tool. It's not a, a tool that you can use on its own, correct? Correct. 
no cancer screening that we have to date is 100% accurate at assessing cancer. So we use a multimodal approach. We use all of the tools at our disposal Mm -hmm. and all of the technology at our disposal to get the information. Mm -hmm. So thermography is FDA cleared to be an adjunctive screening tool to an anatomical screening. And so just like we use it as taking a temperature with a thermometer, we can tell you that there is excess heat there, and then you're going to need to go to your medical professionals to map out, you know, what is causing that heat. Sure. Mm -hmm. So there's very interesting things that this technology can be applicable to because, you know, as you said, that it can indicate angiogenesis, which in a lot of cases, when there's angiogenesis, we're talking about cellular formation and turnover that goes along with cancer. But angiogenesis could be also occurring in patients who've had vascular in- injury, right? Um, you know, and so it's, it takes an expert like yourself, along with physicians, who can distinguish the two and can utilize this technology and combine it with other mapping schemes utilizing like radiography to clearly determine what the situation is uh, for that particular patient. So how long has this technology been around and is this going to become something not necessarily a gold standard, but something that is going to be utilized on a regular basis to assist with the diagnosis of breast cancer? Absolutely. So the idea of thermography and using some type of mechanism to search for heat and inflammation in the body goes back to Hippocrates the father of medicine, right? And what he did was, of course, they didn't have all the technology we have today. So back then what they did was they actually rubbed, uh, dry, uh, sorry, not dried, but uh, wet mud onto the skin in a thin layer and they observed how it dried. And what would happen was it would dry faster in the places that had more heat and, and uh, more inflammation. So they used that in their diagnosis even back then. So fast forward to um, the military has always used thermography. NASA uses thermography. I just read an article recently where they actually put this thermography camera on a telescope on the back of a 747 and were able to view that we have water that's on the moon. So science, um, even in industrial situations, they use this to uh, assess. So when we take these uh, specialized cameras and use it for medical purposes, you know, we are emitting infrared heat all the time. We're energetic beings. We have all kinds of things going on at times. And so your body is giving you that information. And so now we have the infrared spectrum that we can see, uh, you know, with the camera and not just our own eyes to really look inside the body and see what it's telling us. That's fascinating. And obviously we're talking about breast cancer, but are there any other applications for the use of thermography for a person's health that, that may be something related to a chronic disease or another organ dysfunction other than breast? Yes. It's really fascinating to see that in thermography, we can also see the lymphatic system and also lymphatic drainage from perhaps infection in the mouth, for instance. Um, A lot of of research is suggesting that, um, and a lot of naturopathic physicians and physicians I know are actually drawing the parallels between infections in the mouth and, and dental health and the health of the rest of our bodies. 
So I saw a thermographic screening where a woman actually had uh, an infection very severely in her mouth, and it was actually draining uh, down the side of her face in the thermography. You could see that it actually had created its own lymphatic drainage channels down into her breast tissue. Oh, wow. So you start to understand that if you're seeing these drainage patterns, you're seeing blocked lymph. We understand that we need to have our lymph flowing really smoothly through our bodies to be eliminating properly. And so when you can see that there's things going on, inflammation, lymphatic congestion in the upper body, um, that can give you some really great information. And then you can start doing protocols to really help um, with that because it's really uh, imperative to have that all functioning well. Yeah, it actually kind of comes to it, it comes to mind how our bodies require a a full functioning elimination processes systems, whether it's through our kidneys, through our liver. You know, those are typical mechanisms that we we use to detoxify our bodies. But what we don't really talk about is our lymphatic system. And yeah. honestly, yeah, this is huge because there is not really a mechanism that we can determine whether the lymphatic function is, is compromised or not. And if this is compromised in any fashion, shape, or form, it can actually contribute to the increase in toxic burden an individual may carry. And so, you know, you may be able to jumpstart detoxification systems, but if you're not able to jumpstart the lymphatic systems, you're not going to be able to fully detoxify the body in which the, in which the, the patient needs. So it's really unique. It, it makes a lot of sense. And, and that makes sense to me why you're working with a lot of people in the naturopathic field, functional medicine field, because this, this tool is quite handy. Um, and lymphatic channels is, is so important to help the detoxification and the purification. And it really is our body's sewer system. So we need to purify this and open these channels up as quickly as po- and easily as possible. So that's, that's quite interesting. I mean, my, for myself, it's really unique because... I wish I had this tool back when I was diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and lymphoma is is a is a cancer of 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 the lymphatic system. So, yeah, I mean, good lord, I mean, I'm just thinking out loud here. I mean, all those lymph nodes that were enlarged and were tumorous, I mean, they probably weren't able to eliminate uh, properly. So it was contributing to the toxic burden that I was already that I already had. Yes. So when you are able to see these things uh, with your own eyes, it's very colorful when you're seeing these images that we get them in black and white, but we also see the color and the color palette of your body and the different patterns it's emitting. And so it's actually quite wonderful. It's a Mm -hmm. very unique way to view your body. And it is empowering when I've had clients who have come in and they had, say, a focal point and just one of their breasts that was much higher in temperature. And uh, one of my clients had been doing incredible things with her lifestyle. And she had cut out everything except on the weekend, she allowed herself her cup of coffee and she did eat sugar on the weekends. That was her thing. So she'd cut everything else out. She was doing wonderful things, but she said, you know what? After this thermography screening, I'm going to do this for six months. I'm cutting it out, all the coffee and all the sugar. (laughs) And she said, I'm doing it. I said, I believe you. And so she did. And so she scheduled that thermography session. She came back in. And when she got her report back, the doctors had noted and compared her two screenings, which is actually the best thing you can do because now you've got 
data points. Now you've got comparison and then you really have good information. She ended up taking that focal point of hyperthermia down through lifestyle changes by half a degree, which is huge. Mm -hmm. So it was just so exciting to her that after all her hard work, And the giving up and the really sacrificing for your health and taking those significant lifestyle changes, which feel tough, she did it. And so it was a wonderful moment for her where she really saw that her work was being effective. So I think that's incredibly wonderful. That's, That's huge. I mean, it really shows you objective data, you know, and sometimes certain tools, specifically blood work and markers, aren't that sensitive. You know, they could be within the normal range, but, you know, you really may not be normal for your own self. You know, it could be elevated, but within that normal window, but it's still indicative of inflammation. However, if you start looking at thermography as a tool to see where the inflammation lies in the body, make lifestyle changes, and then have serial thermography scans to see where you're at, it's it's just an awesome tool to to really kind of follow the stages of inflammation. Absolutely. It's really exciting. And um, there have been many studies done on thermography over the years. I think there was a period of time where, I mean, it's been accepted by the FDA and it's been accepted in a lot of different communities. Um, I think that in the 80s, Uh, there was a doctor, Dr. William Hobbins, who had been doing a lot of research and work in uh, in mammography. And then he um, ended up switching to spend most of the rest of his his career uh, really bringing thermography forward and doing a lot of research. And so he was one of the ones who created a board. And this is actually one of the, the physician that I work with mainly actually turns out to have been personal friends and on this board in the 80s. And synchronistically, I ended up working with this person in Cincinnati, but he um, told me that they were the ones, and I learned in school about this, that they were the ones who set forth the standards that we have today for accurate screening and the procedures that we follow. So the reason that we keep the room um, a very consistent low temperature um, is to make sure that we're only seeing heat emitted from the body itself. Right. Um, and then we also um, have protocols to follow about, um, you know, not compressing the, the tissue of the body, not having any lotions or deodorants on the skin to block that heat. Pretty sensible things. But they're the reason that we have the standards for thermography that we have today. Mm-hmm. And so um, the company I work with uh, does incredible things too with continuing research. And so I think as time goes on, we need the advocates of this. We need people doing the work and and seeing how it's working and um, progressing it forward because it's an incredible tool. And at this moment, it's not part of the standard of care, like so many, many amazing things. So it just requires us to be talking about it and doing it and, um, you know, making it something that's affordable and available to everybody. Yeah, that's wonderfully said. Hey, Dr. Diva here. Thank you to all my listeners who supported my book and helped to make it a huge success. You all have helped us hit number one in Barnes & Noble, number one in oncology, cancer, healing, and medical eBooks, and number 21 in all of the Kindle store. 
You've also helped us hit number three on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. If you haven't received your copy, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or booksatmillion.com. Visit from doctor2patient.com to become part of our growing community of health and wellness aficionados and to learn more. If you like our book and podcast, please go to amazon.com to write a five-star review and go to Apple Podcasts to also write a five-star review on this podcast or any of our episodes that you've enjoyed. We need reviews to attract and secure top-notch guests for this show. Thank you so much for your support. The other thing I wanted to ask you was, is this becoming the more mainstream now? Because so many people are switching gears, you know, toward the av- uh, avenue of functional medicine, integrative medicine, naturopathic medicine. You know, I, I see a few of these practitioners myself, and I practice integrative medicine myself. Right. Are more and more people ordering these, you know, f- testing just to determine, you know, if there are hot spots in the body? Like, I mean, I would imagine, like, screening for thyroid disease is something that you can actually pick up pretty quickly for from a thermography. In addition to that, obviously the, the breast cancers, but inflammation in general. I mean, that's, we're all plagued with inflammation and that's what it's all about. That's what leads to uh, chronic diseases and cancers. So are you seeing a more uptick in people ordering thermography? Absolutely. Uh, there are lots of people that are choosing to add thermography to their wellness plan. Um, because it does give you that wonderful data. Um, We have um, lots of people, like you said, who are coming in to, um, we can see diffuse heat often over the thyroid or little spots of heat, which might indicate, and they'll recommend that you go have some thyroid work done to determine Mm -hmm. what's going on. Um, We'll also often see heat uh, or cold, perhaps, in the carotid arteries, um, Ooh, so that can be oh, sort vascular of issues too. Yeah. Vascular issues. You can see um, nerve impingement through the body, perhaps gait huh. conditions um, that wow. might be diagnosed by your doctor or chiropractor. Um, there's many, many things. Um, some people, when they have uh, autoimmune issues, present with cold extremities. And so um, that's an interesting uh, little clue there. So when you're working with your naturopathic physicians or your integrative doctors, they can use all of those things as clues to help further, you know, the 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 plan. In that spa- in that case, where you're looking for cold extremities or Raynaud's phenomenon, is that something where you're going to see temperature changes below the threshold? And is that what Correct. you're looking for? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And so what not about, only are we seeing heat in the body, but we might be actually seeing places where there's too much, uh, there's there's too little heat there, which might indicate that there's lack of blood flow, blood flow. Yeah. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any other applications of thermography that we haven't discussed yet that I'm just curious? I mean, what about obviously vascular? So is it sensitive enough to determine any issues with the heart? It would be more overall in the body, because it's a surface screening, we're not actually seeing anything below skin. Right. So we wouldn't see anything below bone. We don't see anything 
fairly deep. I think the, the benefit of it is the vascular system in places of the body where it's mm-hmm. more surface is going to give you a lot more. Now, we do have screenings that include the abdomen, and sometimes you can see patterns of heat that might suggest that there's things going on with various organs. Um, and so again, you know, you would use thermography to maybe start to pinpoint maybe where you should start to look um, if, you're, if you're wondering. And um, so that could be really, really great information too. Um, and like I said earlier, I think that the dental aspect, um, understanding uh, that there might be some things going on in the mouth right. that you weren't aware of, and then how that can impact your health as well is really right. key. And I think this is what's really important is this is not to be used in lieu of traditional diagnostic tools, markers, and scans. It's just simply used as an adjunct, but it's a very important piece of the puzzle and it's and its utilization can provide a lot more information than just a simple x-ray ultrasound or any other radiograph can provide. Absolutely. So as everything, we want to make sure that you're using all tools at your Mm -hmm. disposal and not just sticking with one thing. So there are some alternatively minded clients who say that they don't want to have the radiation exposure. So we would say then at least have thermography and then as needed, you know, go definitely and and have further screenings as indicated and don't rely on one thing to get all the information. It's just not possible. Right. Does insurance cover this? At this point, it's not covered by most insurances in the United States. Um, There have been some patients who verified it and they actually paid through their HSA. Um, But I always recommend people check with their HSA before they try Um, And then I also have some partnerships with um, different organizations that if someone is going through a cancer treatment um, and they need some funding, um, there's possibilities for us to help them with that. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And most hospitals do carry thermography or are there specific institutions or centers that, that have thermography on board? I have not seen it in any hospitals. I hope to see it in the future. Um, but we do a standalone, um, the company I work with is a wonderful organization. It's called Breast Thermography International. We also have locations all around the United States. So you can check um, for that and you might have a screening center very close. And I'm located in Blue Ash, uh, which is in Cincinnati, Ohio. And so we provide screenings. And Dr. Blattman, who I work with, has been providing thermography for 20 years. That's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And um, lastly, if people want to find more information about thermography or about yourself, where, how can they find you online? I am online. I'm on Facebook. You can find my Facebook page. It's Caitlin Wells CTT. That's my maiden name. And I've most recently gotten married in the last year. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm transitioning. So you'll always find me as Caitlin Wells and then Ignatowski is there too. Um, I have a website. So you can visit me at my website. It's healthyimageholistic.com. There you'll find information about thermography and all the services that we offer as well. And um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. So you'll find me if you Google my name, I'm around. (laughs) Well, thank you, Caitlin, for all the information. This is fascinating information. Um, 
I had no idea uh, the extent of the utilization uh, of this specific technology. So I'm really interested and I'm going to try and, and look to see where, uh, where it's around me so I can go take a look and, and have it performed on myself. Absolutely. And after all of this craziness in the world is over, perhaps we can meet and I can travel to you because I have a very portable little camera. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. Very good. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you.